Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we're reading still from Matthew chapter 12, uh, verse 43 uh, through 45. This is kind of a strange passage. I'm just going to put that out there right off the bat. But uh, we'll get into it and see if we can't make some sense of it. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it wanders through waterless regions looking for a resting place, but it finds none. Then it says, I will return to my house from which I came. When it returns, it finds it empty, swept, and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits along with it, more evil than itself, and they enter and live there. And the last state of the person is worse than the first. So it will be with this evil generation. So this is a bizarre passage a little bit. And, and it's especially bizarre if you don't keep it in the context uh, of what we've been reading. So remember, we've been reading that Jesus is talking to these people, Pharisees, teachers of the law, who should know the scriptures, who, who maybe should have been recognizing him as Messiah but instead, they are literally in this chapter, it says, trying to destroy him. And so he's been talking to them a lot about what's on the inside. Like what's on the inside of you uh, is what matters. It's what bears the fruit. The good fruit on the inside will bear itself out on the outside. And, and so the idea here is then uh, this idea of a, if a spirit leaves and it comes back with seven other spirits and the condition is worse than the first... Basically, what, what I see in this, in, in the context of this chapter, is uh, here's a group of people who have a lot of religious rules, but not a lot going on on the inside, right? And so it's kind of like that whole, whole idea of idle hands or the devil's playground, right? So if there's, if there's nothing inside, if you're not filled with the Spirit, if you will, not filled with God's uh, presence and God's life, uh, then all kinds of things get a hold of you. Okay, I, I think this is what Jesus is getting at. So here are the people who are supposed to have the presence of God at work in them. They are the religious people. They are the religious leaders, even, but they've settled for this outside religion that really has no inside kind of presence. In other in other places, Jesus will say, "You're like whitewashed tombs that look good on the outside, but inside you're full of dead men's." bones. In other words, there's nothing going on on the inside. So he's saying in, in my in my understanding here, and this is a tough passage, so I could be a little off. I'm just going to be honest. But what I understand this passage to say in light of what we've read is that when we don't have the presence of God, the Spirit of God flowing, when we, when we cut off that flow by resisting the Spirit of God, all kinds of things get a hold of us. And so it may look like we've cleaned it up, we've swept it clean, we swept the house clean, uh, but it's empty. And so when it's empty, all kinds of things, vices, all kinds of attitudes, 
all kinds of things will grab a hold of us. And often, even though we look good on the outside, we look clean, the inside is even worse than before. Whereas if we're honest about what's on the inside, if we realize our lack, Jesus says at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, blessed are the poor in spirit. Those who realize they are poor, they have nothing, realize they're empty, then God is able to fill them. But otherwise, if you don't realize how empty you are and you put this persona where everything looks clean, then all kinds of things will fill up underneath that. And you might be religious, but on the inside, you might even be worse off than you were before you were religious in some sense, because at least you were honest before you were religious. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but I see that working as we look through the passages we've already read and the ones even to come. Uh, the idea here is all, all about what's on the inside versus what's on the outside. So this is what I would say to us as disciples of Jesus on this day. I would say to us, resist the urge to play a role as a Christian with everything you have. Like resist the urge to look apart. Resist the urge to let people see you as a certain type of person. More important than that is to be real and to be honest and to be open before God. Even if what you see on the inside of you doesn't look very pretty, God can take that honesty and God can enter in and transform our brokenness and fill us with his spirit as we're honest. It's when we're playing the role of cleaning up the house that then we are really empty and barren on the inside. We're playing the role on the outside and what happens is we get filled with all kinds of vices underneath. Uh, those things have a free reign um, to just take hold of us because we're not acknowledging even that they're real at some point. We're just trying to tidy it up. So today I would say to us and to me as a pastor, because if anybody has a temptation to play a role, it's preachers. Because there's a lot of roles expected of us. We're expected to be the example in, in a congregation. Maybe even um, we're expected that more so than we should be. We, we're expected sometimes to be something we're not even capable of being by people. We're put up on a pedestal whether we put ourselves there or not. So I probably have this temptation more than any of you to play a role. But what Jesus, I think, wants from us is to be his disciples, to be in real relationship, to be honest about the places where we're broken and to resist that urge to sweep the house clean, even though it's empty on the inside. Because then all kinds of things will fill it up. But if we allow the Spirit of God, the living water of God to well up within us, it might just start out as a trickle. But Jesus promises us that it will overflow even to eternal life. And eventually we'll be so full of that that the other things will stop taking hold of us. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. And I hope you have a great day.
Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.